programs. Welcome to Come On. It's, it's still good. good. I am your undefeated champion, Reagan. And with me, as always, is my brother, Ryan. Hello there. And joining us is our other brother, Box Office Rob. Hey, hey. Along for the ride is our producer, E. We are CoSG, the only show on the internet where we break down retro movies to see if they still hold up, then put a stamp on them. Before we get to today's feature, buckle up and grab some Cenobites. We have such sights to show you. In a world where faster-than-light-speed travel is impossible due to the laws that govern this universe, one man will tell Einstein to hold his beer. He will fold the fabric of space-time and punch that shit. Leave your sanity behind and step on through to the other side. Where you will come to know the pleasures of the flesh. Gouge the eyes from your skull and offer them as tribute. Where you're going, you won't need eyes to see. And we have such sights to show you. Behold, Hellraiser 5. Event Horizon. This week we are treated to the classic. Right, don't start already. I haven't even said the movie yet. <laughs> you didn't say it. No, it's the I'm face. just breathing. I'm no, just breathing. No, it's the face when I tried to talk. Yeah, that, that eye roll. It's like, I see you give me a hard time. You don't even know. I'm just listening yeah. to you. That's all. We watched the epic bass opera. Not really space opera. This takes place in space. Event Horizon. Does it take place in hell? Part of it. That's what this movie's about. Uh, doing a little interstellar action and punching a hole oh, in space. How insulting interstellar. <laughs> well, yeah. interstellar does rip this movie off with that. Let's fold space and go there. Oh, and they're the first ones that did it. <laughs> Event Horizon. That's the first one I know. Can oh, you name sure. one earlier? I, I'm sure there are. Uh, if you want me to research, I'll research. I'm sure there's at least, I don't know, 12. Hey, interstellar. Ripped them off. <laughs> Ripped them off. Wow. This movie is about, you know, a rescue mission trying to save the event horizon. And it was made because Kurt Russell needed to get into shape. So, uh, yes, right. Kurt Russell's not in this movie. Yeah. Okay. You really confused me for a second there. You don't remember. The movie Soldier we did. Yes. I know. I understand. No, right. Okay. So that's no, why they I, took the time and made this one in between. So I, I, I do remember now. But for a second, I was like, did I miss Kurt Russell in this movie? <laughs> Yep. <laughs> like, whoa. I was, I was not paying attention. <laughs> I was trying to line the years up because at the beginning of this movie, real quick, you know, they show like 2015, we, we colonized the moon. 2032, there's mining on Mars. 2040, Event Horizon goes missing or is destroyed. And I was like, I was trying to add it up into Soldier Universe mm-hmm, to see if mm-hmm. that, because. Uh, you know, they, they do the Kurt Russell battle thing where he's going all over the all over space and fighting and stuff all over the I can't even remember Arcturus moons or but unfortunately no, they don't line up. These are not the same universe. But it is in the same universe of another franchise. But we'll get to that later. Oh, box office time. Show me the money. Show you the money. Show me the money. Show me the money. So I had, you know, pretty good special effects for mm-hmm. the time. Let's see. Some models. What would you guess? Yeah. What was your guess for budget on this guy? 
I mean, they had a lot of, I'm, I'm using air quotes here for people who can't see at home, quite cutting edge computer effects in there. So I think it had a pretty good effect. You know, they they purposely tried to that water bottle float by in the ship, you know, like then they had the whole room with the, the floating um, hand or the floating hand that touched. I mean, they had a lot of that. And, and boy, did they love to scratch out some eyes. You don't need them, Ryan. Not where they're going. Even if I didn't need my eyes, by the way, I'm not going to rip them out. The ship told him to. Well, fuck this ship. (laughs) He was in love with this ship, Ryan. Okay, we'll get there later. Let's just go with the budget right now. I'm going to say this is 1990, what do we say, six? Seven. Seven. 97. $47 million. I'm going to go $37 million. 37? In a row. $60 million budget. $60 million. It's all that floating stuff, man. They really tried it real hard. It looked really dated, but you could tell at the time it was like pretty cutting edge. I thought it looked fine. Uh, I mean, I could see it. The Burning Man. Did you watch an SD or HD? SD. SD. That's a problem. You know, I'm not saying I'm a ball or anything. You know, I'm just, I can't have my money here. I paid for the HD, so I saw that floating stuff a little bit, a little bit more. you shove that dollar in my face? dare you. You know, ready next SD time. SD shave right. me. Next time, if you need a dollar for the HD, just come. I, you know, I'll help you out. <laughs> I think I can, I can get you a little something. A little taste. This movie made oh, thirty-seven million. All right, before you, I right, oh, got okay. your guess. Wait, yeah, you thought, yeah. you thought the budget was thirty-seven. You thought it made thirty-seven. That's your, that's what you're going with. Well, no, now that you told me the real oh, budget. Okay. I, right. I, I, uh, I, 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 it's my. Released the same weekend as Copland. Peeing against that. Okay. Is Copland, the Stallone it's, one. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, good Stallone. movie. Good movie. But I'm, I'm if it hurts. Yeah, money wise, I'm sure Air Force more. One was in its oh, fourth oh, week. Oh, fourth oh. week. That was a big fourth hit. Week. That was a big yeah, hit. it was a big hit. It was a big hit. Was it Get Off My was Plane? In its is that, third the, week. that the uh, line? Yeah, yeah, that's oh. it. Mm-hmm. Air Bud was in its third week. All right, so that got the kids. The kids aren't going to Event Horizon because they're going to watch Air Bud. Before you make your final guess, Steel, starring Shaquille O'Neal, opened the same weekend. Oh, that finished last. I don't even know what that is. Steel? John Henry? I don't remember that at all. Honestly, I don't. You don't remember when Shaq was making movies? I remember when Shaq was making movie i do not remember when steel. he was shazam the genie he was steel yeah, i remember that i remember right. shazam i think he he's a weapons designer i don't know a scientist for a military turns into yeah. a cartoon-like superhero yeah yeah i mean it's great shaquille o'neal acting what could go wrong so all right so you're gonna adjust 37 or you're saying 30 i'm saying at 37 what do you think ryan so you said it, you said 37 and made 30 i'm gonna say it was lower i mean well Damn, I don't want to make harsh at that bag. So I don't want to say it made $27 million. That just seems harsh. So I'm, I'm going to, I said 47 originally. I'm going to say it made $40 million. You really should have stuck with $27 million. Oh, it made twenty six six. Oh, that's so close. I felt so bad <laughs> saying it though. I didn't want, I didn't want to. What a bum. People didn't yeah. understand this movie in 1997. Uh, you know, they're all listening they to Smash not. Mouth. Oh, there was a, a lot of versions of this movie before it came out. I feel like I don't know if they promoted it properly, but there was a they test screened way more violent versions of the film. Is that what they thought was missing? No, the, I mean they had it in there originally, and I guess the test audiences, you know, did not said, like it. We got a, there's a lot I mean, more. It like originally got stuff. an NC-17 rating. Yeah. The first one of the first cuts that came in, test audiences were like, okay, this is too, way too much violence, and they cut a bunch of that out. I want to uh, see that movie. Oh no, the, the one I they, definitely the do too. And apparently they were going to do a director's cut. Yeah, but, but it got it, destroyed. The, the, it was footage damaged. Yeah. Uh, terrible. Oh, people were grossed out. They stopped being scared. It, it was, from what I understand, r- ridiculously graphic in some of the, the that, scenes that they Yeah, the out. torture oh, stuff. Sorry, did you say this? Was it marketed as a horror or marketed as a sci-fi or like sci-fi? Was, what, sci-fi what came horror. first? Sci-fi horror? Like, so it was more of a sci-fi movie than a horror as it was marketed, right? Yeah. That's what I would have thought, but... 
you know, I was wondering which way they were going to. Oh, we, we're going to have a little special guest come in and right. give us a, a producer note. Here's he. So I watched the movie with the uh, director's commentary and a couple of the uh, behind the scenes making of stuff. Something that a lot of fans of the movie have been clamoring for for a long time is a Paul W.S. Anderson cut, the mm-hmm. Snyder cut of the movie the that restores cut. that footage, you know, that you were talking yeah. about. The problem is that the movie was filmed all over the place and a lot of the old footage apparently was stored in... I want to say it was like a salt mine yeah, in Transylvania. It was some, yeah. some obscure, that seems random, really place. weird place to storm film. And there's a a, a bunch of I other films that was deal left. Of my salt mine. You put whatever <laughs> you various, want in there. Exactly <laughs> on various cutting room floors all over the place. So it's not something that they're holding out on. It's not something that the studio's sitting on, trying to bilk more money from special edition fans. It really does seem like something that's unfortunately just never going to happen. Because in order to make uh, a director's cut work, they would have to go back and reshoot footage and it's at this point oh, just, oh, just i want them now. to go back and reshoot with lawrence fishburne right. now and sammy <laughs> now now and no. just, just come pretend, that movie and be yeah. like hey just man move on with to it. another we, dimension we need we need the tva to help out and like <laughs> go to another branch that has a copy of the director's cut and just bring it on over yeah so unfortunately it seems like this snyder cut is not going to happen there you That's go sad thank you let's pause here for commercial we'll be back right after these messages it folds space so that point A and point B coexist in the same space and time. This happened to that breakdown. You get all the, the dates and stuff out of the way, all that nonsense that doesn't matter to this movie. Yeah, it really did. At all. Why did they show it? It was like, I, I was like, I wrote it down in my notes because I was like, uh-huh. oh, this will probably be important later on. It was there. I guess the last two were important. So you knew sure. it was seven years between Horizon disappearing and when this mission was going out. But knowing that we got to the moon or back to the moon what, six years ago, and then we've got 11 years till Mars. I hope we get on it. Um, You know, like... It's just a little bit of world building, you know? Yeah, yeah, sure. But again, I really thought it was going to be important. Wrote it down. I was like, I I want to... Which means you must have studied. Back check this when they mention it later, and then nothing. That's all. And it's uh, Sam Neill waking up from his, what I can assume is a nightmare, but maybe that's just what he dreams about, his... uh, his eyeless wife. Schwing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. what? Is she eyeless or are they red? She was. Oh, they I thought they were. No, no, they were completely missing there. Were they not? I believe so. Well, that's so what that I got up, from it. That's true. Where she's gone, she doesn't need them as well. So that, that makes brings more me sense. To, I mean, I don't, I don't know how. If you want to follow this movie more straight, I'll, I'll save it. But this is going to jump around. If I start talking sure. about this now, it's going to jump around to the end. All right. All right. That's fine. There's a there's a big call for Sam Neill getting back to this ship. Alan. Coming back to the ship is yeah. are these dreams the horizon calling him to come back? Is that what we're supposed to believe, or is he just obsessed with the vessel? I think he's just horizon. obsessed with it so much so that his wife committed suicide because he was right. never so around. So then he intertwines his the his obsession, the guilt of his wife's death, with the obsession of this. I couldn't tell if they were trying to make some kind of you know interplay with it being hell or whatever they described it as hell, you know, calling to him saying, you know, come here. We want you in essence. But I, I thought, I thought like you, it was just, it was his life's work. He was obsessed with it. He felt the guilt over his wife. So that kind of like morphed into his craziness, but I just didn't know if they were going for that angle of the, the ship actually bringing him there. Just wanted to see what you thought. No, I, I just think he feels guilt just for neglecting her to death. Okay. But, uh, did anyone else get alien vibes when they were showing, um, the Lois and Clark. The alien Lois vibes. Fish, I uh, mean, half this movie was like, how can we make this like Clark. aliens? I no, mean, yeah. wait, wait, hold Lois on. Lois and Clark? What did I say? No, you said Lois and Clark. Lois, yeah. What? Tell me, do you bleed? 
Lewis, Lewis, Lewis. Lewis and Clark is a Superman Superman five in there. I was like, wait a minute. Is that the one with Dean Cain? Yeah. Okay. My knowledge lies is Dean Cain, Terry Hatcher, and Explorers. I mean, this is a true fact. <laughs> so they're aboard the Lois and Clark. And, and to answer your question, they ripped aliens hard. I mean, they yeah. tried to make much alien. It's like they wanted to do alien again, you know, like for sure. There's no question. That's the vibe I was getting originally. And then I, I started to get a second vibe about eight minutes later in this movie. When? Uh, just uh, when the demons start showing up or when I actually get aboard the event horizon. I- I feel like actually they, they said, you know, like Alien and Alien surprised people with kind of being a horror movie a little bit more than a sci-fi movie. We want to make it more horror. Like, I think that was actually their goal. Like, that was the pitch. Yeah, yeah. It, let's, let's ratchet up the horror in this one is what they were trying to do. I do have a going back to why they get this transmission from Stress. the event horizon. The stress signal. Uh, it's just people screaming. Well, I mean, I it is a long like static and just screams. And they're like, oh, we should go look at that. No, we should nuke that from the sky. What is a distressing it's an expensive ship? I'm sure they wouldn't. Uh, you haven't had contact with anything. Uh-huh. There was lots of interference. They had to pluck it apart to find Latin for some reason. I mean, <laughs> oh yeah, like that's the thing. It's like, wait, they stupid. heard this signal way back yeah. on Earth, but nobody thought to translate the Latin before they Jason got out there. Isaac is the only person who speaks Latin, apparently, in uh, 2047. I mean, I, I'll be honest, I'm not in love with the whole hell aspect. I, I could have done without it, honestly. I, I will put that on front street. That's my biggest problem with Wait, the movie before we get into The Latin? They, they well, they, they, the only reason it's Latin is to keep with more... It's a deadly... ...biblical hell, yeah. you know, reference, and it's... In vino veritas. Ajikuragis. Unnecessary. I mean, it's just it's just not necessary in the movie. That's Latin, though. I'll just I'll just put it right there. Hated, it. hated it. Hated the hell aspect of it. Forgot about the Wait, hell all aspect. All the hell of, stuff. Yeah, just didn't love. Uh. Didn't love. I would have rather had it been an alien creatures trying to take them over from you know the other you end of the singularity. Okay. That. What? You don't know that it's not actually alien. It's you just don't. they're calling it hellish. Yes, but the, then the then the reference to Latin would would be would fit into you know our understanding or you know like our society's understanding of hell. That's why they made it Latin. I mean, it, it was to get like that. Well, no, I, I just think the captain was very religious and studied yeah. Latin. Him <laughs> and Jason Isaacs were the only right. two people. The only two, right? They were Latin the majors. You know, in, in right, yeah, exactly. So I, you know, yeah, I got you, but I, I didn't love that honestly. The, the, the screaming, if you got a big transmission of screaming and people even asking for help, I think they would still send whatever yeah. they called these space guys out to, to do. What were they, these were in space. What do they call? They, no, they, they, sal- they were salvage. They were salvage, salvage and rescue. Right. Yeah. So I, I think they would go because obviously the ghost car. Ghost car. Yeah. Ghost car. Ghost car. I, I do think they would have sent more than one, like maybe two teams. Yeah. Well, it's expensive and it's a forty-two day. Yeah, but I'm sure it's an expensive ship that they're trying to recover. Too. Sure. Well, at least that one room really. It's just the core and and oh, yeah. that they need, yeah. right? Yeah, it's one of a kind. It probably was very expensive. Right. Don't want it to fall in the wrong hands. You try, you know, creating a mini black hole in the back of your ship. Yeah. It's always a good idea. So the, they get the, they find it. They almost run into it because uh, there's a storm in space, or yeah, some kind of magnetic interference of some sort, right? Like, well, yeah. they were, weren't they in the atmosphere of what was it? Um, Neptune. Yeah. Neptune. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. Where they? So, so, I mean, it was it was in a decaying orbit. So I mean, yeah. Let's just say the 
Sure. Storm. They, they I mean, how many <laughs> how many movies do like things where they they fly into a nebula or something? You know, there's always some kind of space interference to drive plot. You're angry about it now. All of a sudden, it makes sense other times, like when the Enterprise goes into the nebula right. to hide from the Borg. It makes sense. Yeah. Or or in rapid. Oh, it didn't make rapid sense time. that they're like he's telling them how close they're getting to the ship, and he's not like and they're not down breaking. Or right. They're yeah, not breaking. Not like, they're like I want to see it with the whites of my eyes before but we again, I, think, I think they were still trying to do callbacks to like aliens with the the you know where they're monitoring them and they're over overhead of them in the ceiling yeah, like yeah. it was getting close. They were monsters. Yes, yeah. they really had a hard on for aliens. Sweet. I mean, it's it's no quite. They were super fans Who of aliens. It? I mean, I, I agree. Can you blame them? Yeah. No, I mean, I'm not blaming them, but I'm just saying you could you could feel it throughout the whole thing. Throughout the whole thing. Um. So they they get into their their bathtubs of sleep. Yeah. What do they call them? They're tubes. I don't remember. No, so they had they call them like gravity couches or something. Gravity. Like it was like yeah, gravity couch. Yeah, that's interesting. Well, well, the couches in the expanse are uh, crash couches in the expanse, right? I don't yeah. Know. yeah. Yeah. But then they put these suits on, and I'm pretty sure they're the same suits they use in Armageddon when they're when they're uh, mining would, the asteroid. Some it would have said somewhere in the trivia. Or it looked really similar if you look at like you know Bruce Willis in that suit. They had the same like headlamp. I didn't put them side by side, but I mean they're I didn't generic, either. Well, they're generic space suits. I mean, Armageddon really not out later. You think they reused the suits for Armageddon? Yes. I don't yes, think I did. they did. Because, did you read how heavy these su- and cumbersome these suits were? I did, but they could have been also heavy and cumbersome for Armageddon. Well, that's true. I have not looked at the if, details. If they're going to save a dollar on Armageddon, you got to pay that Bruce Willis Ben Affleck money. Mm-hmm. Michael Clark Duncan. All right, who else is in Armageddon? Did you say Steve Buscemi? I didn't. Owen Wilson from Loki. Mm-hmm. Get those plugs in. Get those downloads up. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Uh, I'm looking at the suits. They're not absolutely not the same. They're not okay. I didn't check it. I did unless no research. They, on unless it. they've done a lot of work. To them. Right. They're they're big and bulky space suits with the big white helmet and, the, and, the, and the, the flashlights on the top. I guess. All right. They mm-hmm. remind me of Armageddon. And I was like, I really hope they reuse them. Whichever one came next. Yeah. And then they they start to look around this ship. What is it called? The Event Horizon. All right. Just checking. I want to see if you gave it another, like, Superman name or something like uh, that. <laughs> Jor-El. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they start. They're, they're Things are out. floating willy-nilly throughout yeah, the ship. Yeah. No bodies are found except random, like, blood splatters in alcoves. You use this word, alcoves? Alcoves, yes. No, they actually find the one body. They find the one. I guess that was the captain. Yeah, I'm assuming. He had no eyes. He was all yeah. cut up. Didn't need him. Not where he was going. No. <laughs> so dumb. I, I'm telling you, I would not take out my eyes, even Brian, if Right, the ship told you to take out your I eyes. I don't care what the it ship told me. It has a magical power from the, you know, the dimension. It cares once it takes you over. Yeah. You care. You're going to yeah. care. I mean, you obviously don't care about ripping your eyeballs out. Every, did, the, did every crew member have visions from the ship? Now I'm trying to question that because I was going to say, I would guess I would see uh, visions, but they all didn't. Like the, doctor, the guy, uh, Jason Isaacs didn't, did he? The doctor? If he did, he only mentioned it. We didn't see it. And then the guy that was outside repairing it. Cooper? Was it Cooper? I can't remember his name. He lived. Like, he was the... Cooper. The, yeah. Cooper. He never had a vision, right? So it was only once you got into deep into the event horizon. Was stuff that was cut. He, oh, I think was he cut. had I think I read he had a vision and cut scenes that had to deal with uh Justin maybe or losing a crew member or something like that. Mm. Uh, someone he couldn't save. Okay. Uh what about Yeah, the- I I heard that the deleted scenes had a much better explanation for why Justin f- felt the need to touch the drive or go yeah, into the I drive. Yeah, I did read that as you well. Know? Like, I could you could have left that in maybe, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Seems like 
You're an engineer, highly experimental black hole thing. You're just going to go up and touch it? <laughs> yeah, it's it's liquid metal. It was straight out of Stargate with uh, James Spader. But beyond it, you're simply a penis, a vagina, hunger, ache. Yeah, it's crazy that he touches that. It it, it reminded me of uh, Prometheus when they get to an alien world and they're just like running around touching stuff, taking their helmets oh. off. Like, this is cool. Scientists in space. They love to touch them. Man, they love to take chances. Oh, I did write that they use CDs still in 2047 mm-hmm. for information. Of they, they can't get a thumb drive. It's going to be, we're going to get to, you know, 2040 when we get to the edge of the universe. And they're going to be like, you know what? CDs were great. Let's we need to go back. back to, oh. Yeah, let's bring them back. Right. Awesome. Okay. It'll be like much higher storage then. Right. Right. Let's see. They, they show the bombs and you're like, oh, I wonder if those bombs are going to come into play. Oh, like, did you wonder? I, was I did. Okay. I was like, they're never going to come back to these bombs. I really that just like, oh, I'm, I'm glad they showed those because that's just a one-off. We'll never, we'll never see those used. They just step over them. And so every, everyone starts having hallucinations. Right. Uh, the, the the one guy, Baby Bear, pushes himself out of an airlock and starts screaming about his eyes. Yeah, they, they got a real hard on for uh for eyes in this movie. Eye removal was a big thing. Like they really had a good effects guy, and they were like, "What have you done the most of?" Oh, I'd love to rip out eyes. Great, let's do it on every character. Like they, they won't need those where they're going. <laughs> like, yeah, they don't. <laughs> so stupid. What? I, oh. I just, it was dumb. I mean, it was un, it was just again they thought it looked cool. It did look yeah. slightly cool. I'll give it that. But it yeah. was. It's just when well, Sam Neill doesn't have his eyes, and he's—I don't know why he's super strong all of a sudden. Yeah, he became a demon, like he's straight up possessed. Is yeah. the only answer, right? Like, I guess. I mean, he must be infected with some alternate dimension, space madness, space alien. You know, that enhanced his strength and I don't know, doesn't need eyes to see. Yeah. Uh, did you think it was weird in 2047 that they still had nudie pictures like that were from like a magazine hanging yeah. on the wall? Well, you know, this was, a, you know, it's still the edge of space. They needed they want to make sure if the computers all went down and they did nothing they, else they, left on there. could still rub one out. <laughs> yeah, their uh, CD-ROM drives suddenly stopped working. Wait, yeah. they could, you know what didn't have? All our other 97 movies all had the zip drive, remember? Yeah, the, the yeah, zip, drive. zip drive. So this I'm is... Surprised they didn't use those. Right. Wait, how is he supposed to explain how folding space works if he doesn't have the pen? Right. They gotta have paper somewhere. Take a CD and snap it. That won't work as through it. That doesn't work like, as well. the lighter and like melting it. Yeah. Gotta have that backup. I mean, if you were going to deep space, you you don't know what your internet connection is going to be. You might print the map out of MapQuest just to have it all solved. Just in case. Just in case, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to get too far lost. You got that ADC map book. You know, you, you might need something, something. I don't have any of those anymore. I used that no. like a, a map of Maryland that I would just put in the trunk for emergencies. Yeah, that was that was like straight up like 12 years ago. Like I had oh, when I was going, running around Jersey, I'd, I'd have you had GPS in your phone, but I'd always print that shit out. And I had just a map book. Yeah. Just in case I lost it. You know, it was like it was sketchy then. Nowadays, you're going to get it. You just got to yeah. wait. That's right. Matza maps, Mountain Dew, baseball. It's all back there. Oh, these are things in your trunk. These are all things in my trunk. I'm like, what movie are we referencing? Because I don't get it. And then I remember these are all things that are inside your actual trunk. Yeah. Umbrella. For a second, I thought we were doing like a Winter Soldier code thing. Like all of a sudden, <laughs> that's that music is going to start going. It's going to be baseball. Yeah. Ice scraper. Yeah. Ready to use bags. Really took me a second. I was really lost. I was like, what movie am I forgetting that we watched where all the shit was in it? I really. CD case. I'm trying to think of other stuff in there. No, none of those. No moths. Oh. 
Anyways, where were we in this movie? What were we talking about here? What else? Justin had just jumped out. Lawrence Fishburne saves him. Yeah. Um, they, then they, they put him in the couch for the rest of the time, basically. Yeah. Right? yeah. yeah his time in the movie is over now. No, you see him very briefly in the end, right? He gets he, he is gets saved with the others. Yeah. yeah. After that, you know, hallucination she has where it's... Uh, Was it? I don't know. You tell me. Was it? You know, do they get sucked through the portal and that's what's no. on the other side of the... Uh... What if they're infected now with whatever this alien demon thing is? I don't know. Well, they we were don't... trying to imply that the whole ship was alive. So even if the back part went to wherever, yeah. the front part's still, you know... Yeah, they're still... Really kicking the apart. <laughs> I mean, cause, yeah, because uh, the Lois and Clark was destroyed... Like, I'm believe... not going to call it the correct name this whole time. No, I know. I know. Like, I'm just not going to try. Like, it's so, Clark now. Can we call it the Dean and Terry? Um, if the ship wasn't calling to him, <laughs> and you don't believe that theory, why did the ship ever, this live ship ever come back through the singularity? Why did it come back to this side of the hole? Maybe it didn't mean to. I don't know. Uh, let me think. Yeah. I mean, it, it, who knows? I mean, maybe it wanted more people, more bodies. Maybe jumping through the hole actually took that amount of time. Like it, it's oh. instantaneous to the people on the ship. You know, who knows? I got you. That makes sense. Yeah, I would have I would have thought it would have been an instantaneous kind of jump, but I don't know, I'm just spitballing. Right. Or maybe it came back to infect all the people with the demon, Could and we're be. all screwed. Because those people are going to go back to Earth. Were there like seven Event Horizons straight to DVDs that answer all these questions, or was this the only I one? I mean, there should be. <laughs> Paul W.S. Anderson should get on it. Let's take a quick break for our sponsors. I will read that like a normal person. Greetings, good people. Remember to check out our Loki recaps every Friday. Where we break down each episode, and like oracles, we predict all of the Mephistos. Find these bonus episodes every Friday on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and wherever you download your favorite podcasts. And as we always say on our recaps, Avengers, it's so good. Yeah, so they start to hallucinate, like, the, the one woman sees her kid. Which, Constantly. Like, running around, which she knows is not there, which I guess, obviously, that's what a hallucination is, right? You can't trust yeah. your own eyes, but, man, it'd be like, I know Definitely this quit. kid didn't sneak sneak on this, uh, this ship. Yeah. Yeah. I'm obviously having some kind of delusion. Uh, either fix it or put me in the sleep couch because I'm fucked Why up. Why don't they right? buddy like, up? Like, once they realize they're having hallucinations, you think you'd be like, hey, let's all buddy up. And if right. one of us starts being like, hey, my kid's on this ship, let's go save him. You'd be like, no, no, he's uh, not. Sorry, he's... do you see that guy that's on fire that I killed? Yeah. Do, you, do you see him? Is he there or is that just, just a wall? That's just you me. Tell me. That's just me? Okay. Okay. All, all right. right, cool. Let's keep going then. All right. Dr. Weir did rip his eyes out though, right? Like that happened? Yeah. <laughs> he ripped it out. Okay, all right. So we're not hallucinating that. Okay. And he blew the all ship right. up. Did you like the bomb scene? Or was counting what? down like where he looked yeah. at the slope and it was like, oh. Yeah, I mean, they figured it out pretty quick. I mean, but. Tried to save the ship. Tried. Yeah. All that time they spent fixing that ship. And then they just yeah. blow it up. They just I'd be so angry, right? Like, I, I don't think Lord Fishburne <laughs> was happy. He wasn't like, no. yeah! <laughs> no, or the guy that was floating through. What is that guy's Cooper? Is that his name? Cooper, Cooper? yeah, Cooper. Yeah. Cooper, I, I would be most annoyed about his Cooper because he was out there working on it. He fixed like multiple problems. Yeah, he's like, he just picking up his and tools. And he just gets blown into space. He has to, you know, airlock himself or air blast himself back. It almost gets lost in space again. That guy went through the yeah, motion. I get to fly around like Iron Man. <laughs> like, yeah, best attitude of the whole the whole bunch too. Yeah, he's great. Uh, all right, yeah. So so Doctor Weir's having a bad day. He's ripped his eyes out. He's blown up a ship. I mean, it's a pretty bad day. Yeah, I, 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 you know, he's he's killing people. I mean, they're all having pretty bad days. 
Yeah. I mean, Lawrence Fishburne's seeing a guy on fire. But That's all right. He's the only one that goes, Dr. Weir, that is, yeah. the only one that goes crazy to, like, a murderous level. So why why is it he the one that gets selected? Because it seemed to be one for He's each the mother of, of the ship. That's why. Right. So it's always the person that is deemed in charge that gets the crazy killing. Because there was the captain, obviously, in the first go round, right? From what we can I, what we can gather or deem from the the flashback footage and the tapes and everything it was the the, yeah, the, it was captain, the captain of Horizon. I think it was more than just the captain and the original crew. Uh, just so much of it was cut. Was yeah, cut. And, and from what I was reading about the cuts, I may be getting from some of that. But yeah, but maybe, yeah, like, uh, maybe it was, you know, some people are more susceptible to it than others. Yeah. Just see, like, people ended up getting injured by believing the hallucinations they were sending. It was most of the, uh, you know, like... That, that the one chick runs and falls off, like, a cliff. Hello, there. I seem to have fallen down a cliff. I think my legs might be broken, but I'm... Oh, yes. She falls into yeah, the, I mean, it was, the circle room. Tricked by her son or the ship, yeah. you know, the ship tricked her into falling and killing her. Why wouldn't the ship turn her against the others? You know, like yeah. why? Why just murder? You know, why they suck the one guy in? Okay, uh, the, the one death um, of the 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 doctor. Yeah, the captain of the um, oh, oh. Uh, what's the Star Trek ship? The Star Trek ship? Yeah, uh-huh. the Rutledge. Are you talking about DJ? The, the, wasn't it the cap? The captain Discovery. of the oh, Lorca. Discovery. Lorca. about Lorca. No. Yeah, Lorca. Yeah. DJ in this movie. DJ. In this DJ. Movie. Great. All right. DJ gets strung up in so many different ways. He gets like oh, he, gets he did like that quick. Struggle, that and it quick. took like I don't know 15 seconds and it wasn't like we flashed away for an extended period of time because things are happening that's Smart. happening in real time yeah. like yeah it was a cool looking scene seeing that guy all split but there's no way what did he get like he got like super speed and he just yeah. he got all that I mean, he has super strength now why can't he have super speed I mean it was just a little bit teens- it, un- unbelievable that's one of the things they caught is they had like the guts were still connected to the two parts of uh, Lorca, and he was still alive. Like, he looked over. Oh, that would have been better. I mean, yeah, that would have been, been awesome. Why not leave but that apparently in? that went too far for, that you know, extreme Joe rating. Sixpack was like, no. They don't like that, huh? Yeah, that was, that was the direction. If he looked over and he was like, help me, yeah, you know, or something like, like that. Oh, something great. Like, like yeah, there was, yeah, and there was this, uh, I don't know if it was filmed, but there was a version of that where they, he shot some, shoots him in the head, right? Shoots. Like uh, oh, I Miller. Yeah. Miller. I've read somewhere that one of the versions of that scene, he was still oh, alive. Right, Miller yeah, shoots, shoots him in the head. That, that gun that he had at that point. Yeah, yeah. He didn't just and then I read that Jason head. Isaacs asked to take that prop home. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of his body. Yeah. And yeah. Like, no, you can do that. And they're like, no. We need that still, even though they didn't. They just don't want to go to it. Reagan would take that and like hang it over his bed in his bedroom, like just for days. Well, I'd sleep on the bottom half of him, <laughs> yeah. and the, the top half would keep me warm. <laughs> I can you know. totally see you having that. That'd be a cool little like uh, movie prop to have. But I, I want it with like the guts and that still connect. So there's a there's a big reveal at the end of this movie, or a, a medium reveal, where Lawrence Fishburne's setting off the bombs. He ha- he has the trigger. Fireman shows up again, and he's like, ah. And he runs into the the sphere room. Yeah. The drive room, whatever you want to call it. Right. And then the the fireman, he's like, that guy's dead. I know you're not the real fireman. The gravity drive. Thank you, E. And it becomes weird again. I thought the best twist is if the fireman went away and it was Pinhead. And you had been watching a secret Hellraiser sequel this whole time. 
it would have blown your fucking minds. And it just goes well, to credit there. That was inspiration, right? Yeah, uh, uh, Clive Barker came and, and did some work on this with the, the demon stuff. And you, you could tell with how the eyes ripping out. And it's very Hellraiser inspired. Yeah, yeah. Like, this movie <laughs> is Hellraiser and Alien had a baby, and it's Event Horizon. Hmm. But now I want Pinhead to be at the end. But the rights in that are a nightmare to this day. Yeah. But, how did how did Morpheus die? I'm forgetting how he died. Uh, he doesn't. He's just stuck on that ship with Weir. Like and he, he goes back through fate. the. Yes, he has the worst yeah, fate of all. Like, he he saves the, the two members of his crew to be tortured by we don't know. You know, maybe he gets the other side and he likes it. We don't know. Maybe it's good. You know, Every, we don't know. Like, like, like the flash you're is so seen. right. I should have removed my eyes earlier. You know, like, what well, did his <laughs> eyes get removed though? We never saw more from no, his no, eyes. No, no, I'm just saying he goes back there. It would be better if he went through and he was like, guys, you should see this shit. You should have left your eyes in. You totally need him over here. It's unbelievable the stuff that's around. You can, oh, sorry, you can't see. I'll try to describe it to you, but you really should have left your eyes in. Like, that, that would be great. I want that. And then the crew wakes up from their, their jelly tubes. Sleep couches or their gravity couch. Yeah, jelly tubes. And then there's another demon weir. And I really wish it had ended there. And it was just a super dark ending. Maybe it is. Who knows? Like, do you, do you think they're still infected? No, I think they get away fine. I mean, I, I, I don't even know if you call it an infection. They were just having yeah. hallucinations at the ship. I think the ship was, you know, Yeah, I, I don't I think once you're away from the event horizon, you're still going to have those hallucinations. The only one that didn't make sense to that, of which I believe, was Dr. Weir, because he was having hallucinations before the ship. And that's why I'm like, was the ship calling to him? Because the rest of them seem to just have the hallucinations while on board I mean, the ship or the dock. The ship has that the, kind of range. They're all... They're all fucked. Like, yeah, right, it doesn't matter. It's got that kind of range, man. The ship can do what it wants. Yeah, like, it I was really... odd that he dreamed of her without eyes, and then the ship's all about no eyes. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for some kind of plot point in that he used his wife as some kind of AI for the ship, you know, like that she was oh, involved yeah. in the process. And I was like, oh, this makes so much sense now. There's some. Or she could have just been her, his partner. Something. Something that there was like some of her, you know, I'm using this term loosely, her soul connected to the, the ship and it was calling them back. I, I doubt that was something that was deleted, but that's what I was waiting for, not really remembering the flow of the movie when, when I saw it. But I was like, it's got to, because I, I thought it was calling him back. You know, I thought that's what they were trying to say. I, mean, and of course, I, was I, for it. I actually like it if it is, but that just means the ship is even more powerful with this alien demon thing right. or pinhead, because it should have been pinhead. And inside <laughs> the gravity thing, the gravity drive was Pandora's box. And that's what charged it to take it there. You could have you could have got all the the team together. It would have been awesome. All right. I, the last note I have for this movie is the credits start rolling and Prodigy hits. Yeah! Which is this is the second Paul W S Anderson movie that the like credits Prodigy. hit. It's, it's not Prodigy, but the other one was Monster Magnet oh. at the end of Soldier. Oh. It just doesn't really fit for the movies we were watching. Mm-hmm. Like we watched Soldier and then Monster Magnet hit. I love the song and do it. It was just weird, and I like the Prodigy song. Which really, I don't remember what songs they were. What song, was it? Um, he did the other Prodigy one was like Smack My Bitch Up or something. No, it, no, was it wasn't it? Smack My. It's the one with the Beastie Boys drop in it. It's um. Can't even remember. It's like I, the I, third Prodigy hit. It's not Smack My Bitch Up. It's not Firestarter. Yep. Then what's left? Yeah. Okay. Hold on, I'll get there. Like, relax. Funky shit. Funky shit. Yeah. It has that Beastie Boys drop in it. Oh my god. And Power Trip is the one they play at the end of Soldier by Monster Magnet. Okay. Well, 
Did you guys got any more notes? Any more thoughts about Event Horizon? I mean, I thought it was a little bit cheap that they wanted to just have his wife suicide flashback just so they could show her. Sure, Tiff. Call me for the shower scene and dress to kill. Yeah, I mean, I was like, come on, man. Come on. Do we yeah. need this? Do we need this? But, you know. I was like, she was on set for like one day. And they're like, all right, show your tits. Get out of here. Right. I mean, it's unfortunately, right. that's basically it. And then, and then we're going to rip out your eyes and do a couple yeah, of like, rolls put the, here. Put, put right, right. contact lenses right. in. It's going to look like you have no eyes. Right. Lose the top toots. Let's go. What was his wife's name? I don't even remember. Don't know. It doesn't Do matter. They say it. Do they say it? Do they I, give her no, a name? He does because it's Claire. Like, oh no, Claire. 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 Claire, don't he do it. Claire. It. He yeah. does say it a couple times. Yes, I right. thought it was unnecessary to have her. She could have killed herself. And I, I, I get it. It's, it's a. Uh, it's I mean, graphic. really, slit your wrists and the whole wife thing was if you don't believe that she was part of it or calling to him, she's really an unnecessary point to the whole film. There's no there's no point yeah. for her. She's never he really, could have, he could have talk just about easily, her to other people. Yeah, he could have just easily not had a wife and it okay. wouldn't have changed the movie one bit other than well, have somebody else's eyes. Huh? How about this? He never had a wife. That's the event horizon. Oh. Tricking him uh, into thinking he had a wife. Yeah. He was never married. Yeah. Before we watching this. I would have sworn that his wife was part of the crew. Yeah. 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 Was there another version of this that was released? Did we see something different? I mean, this is the only... As far as I know... There's no director cut cut or final cut. uh, It's been destroyed because of the salt mines. So we'll never get those answers right. Unless you run into Paul W.S. Anderson at like a Starbucks and you're like, hey, can we talk about Event Horizon for a couple hours? And he'll probably be like... No! Yeah. The guy that gave me a Coas B, fuck you. <laughs> and I'll be like, no, I'm your <laughs> No, I'd be like, no, no, I'm the undefeated champ. That's my brother. He's the asshole. I'd <laughs> <laughs> be so jealous. I don't know. I don't know if I have any other notes, really. Have you got anything else? Um, I've read that they are developing, possibly developing a TV series based off of this. I did see that, that they're rebooting it and bringing it back. I don't want a TV series. If they wanted to do a movie again, or, okay, I'll take the TV series. It better have Pinhead in it. I doubt they're going that route. Uh, does it take place in Hawaii? Like, does the Event Horizon crash down next to Hawaii? Yeah, we we can get some. Or maybe you can join the Hawaii 50 team. And the Event Horizon will just be the new member of the 50 squad. Ugh, horrible. I don't even think I, I mean, I'd watch it. Yeah, of course you I'm would. not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. No, I'm, not, I'm not too proud. I'll watch. But we're going to jump to a quick little break. When we'll be back. Yeah. Oh, you Aren't you a rookie fan? I love the rookie. The rookie? It, so the, so Love I'm it. just clicking through the IMDb and Cooper is over. Yes. Oh, okay. I just didn't know if you, you didn't mention it. I, I can't believe we had an actor that was in one of your dumb TV shows and you did not cross references or bring it up. And I thought uh, he also story. plays uh, Dr. <laughs> Ellison, I believe is his name in Sarah Connor Chronicles. Uh, okay. I just, again, no, he's not a doctor. He's FBI ATF. It just shocked me when I pulled up his IMDb and the first photo I see is him next to the rookie. And I was like, yeah. how did Nathan Killian, please. I mean, this is your show. Yeah, he's, he's the sergeant. He's his boss in it. Okay, that's all. You could close her out now. I was just surprised. Spent a hundred million things. Yeah, but most recently, yeah, I show you. I watch him on the rookie. He's only been on fifty-four of the episodes, according to I watched all fifty-four episodes of the rookie. Right, you should watch the rookie. I've seen some like, commercials for it. Like real talk, watch the rookie. Yeah. Sunday nights, ABC he or was something. Hawaii Five O. Yes. Oh my God, Greg, this is your man. No wonder right, he we wasn't like guest star to Hawaii Five O. Seven episodes. Seven episodes. What, what seasons? What seasons? Two thousand. 
2011, 2012, and 2013. I lost you. You were in that season. Don't even lie and say you failed. I was. 100%. 100%. Me in 2011. He was the governor. Does that help? He started as a lieutenant governor. Oh, fuck. He was. Sorry. There was a lawyer. What lawyer verbal? I am Mr. Kobayashi. 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 Tell me every last detail. I work for Kaiser for the Convincer. Convincer. After what's her face of designing winning women left. Oh man, disappointed. That's all I'm saying. I just I just happened to pull that guy. This is seven episodes of come on. There's not a lot of gov action in Hawaii Five O. You know, he was an obstacle. I think he brings on another guy to the task force to be like a mole, if I remember correctly. It's honestly truth time for the podcast. It's been a long time since I've watched Hawaii Five O. But not a long time since you've watched The Rookie. That's all no, I'm saying. That's all no, I'm saying. Not, I, I knew he was the sergeant in that. I was just waiting I to put him on it. He was also in Lois. He's also the neighbor on Santa Clarita Diet. Uh, I mean, yeah. I've seen him in a lot of stuff. I didn't, I didn't mean to derail you there. I just I was I a little bit surprised. That's all. If, if I had seen he was in Lethal Weapon, it would just fit all over. If he fit on that show. <laughs> Sometimes I don't remember everyone who's in Y five O, and I don't really talk about the rookie that much because the show doesn't make me that angry. Okay. It's actually very enjoyable. Well, I'm gonna see if Richard T. Jones is on cameo, so I get this oh, guy. I love one from him. I mean, like I said, he's in Sarah Connor Chronicles. He's in Y five O. Judging Amy, you love that show. I didn't watch Judging Amy. <laughs> Is that an actual judge show? I don't know. You, you're the one that watches bad TV, not me. I can't help Brian. you. What? Let's not say things we can't take back. He was in New Orleans, uh, or NCIS New Orleans with Scott Bakula. He was in Law and Order Special Victims Unit. He's done all your shows. Yeah. Yes, but as soon as you said the governor, I thought, like, oh, fuck, he was. He was. But honestly, the side characters get changed out a lot on that show. Yeah, I, I understand. When you have that many episodes a season, it's hard to, yeah. you know, you got to freshen up somehow. Mm-hmm. I can't believe you haven't watched The Rookie. No, I, Bob, have you watched The Rookie? No. What do you mean no like that? I watch, I watch very little network you television. You could watch that with Mrs. Box Office. It's Nathan what, what channel is it on? It's no. the Hulu. Don't get me wrong. I'm not disparaging anyone in The Rookie. I just I don't watch a lot of like just generic network television. Yeah. I watch Crumpets. Run. Bishop to Bishop 8. Discover Jack. Incidentally, mate. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not saying I wouldn't ever watch it. I have so, I you know, got a busy schedule. Just a nice procedural with Nathan Fillion. Okay. Love Nathan Fillion. Just haven't had a chance to watch. It. All right, we're gonna go to a quick little break now for reels this time. <laughs> we'll be back with the game right after this. So a wormhole bends space like this. So you can take a shortcut through a higher dimension. And we're back. You guys know what time it is. Pop quiz, hotshot. What do you do? What do you do? We're going to be joined by our producer, E, and he's going to quiz us. And we're going to crush this one. I have faith. Okay. <laughs> this week, we're going back going back to a, a pop quiz called Whose Tagline Is It Anyway? This time, what I'm going to promise the uh, good people in the cozy audience is that I will take the movie posters that we're going to go over. I'm going to create a GIF, and I'll post it on our socials so you can follow along as well. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read the tagline on this movie poster, and then you're going to tell me, or hopefully you'll be able to tell me what movie it is. The next phase, if you can't quite get it, ask for your lifeline, and I will 
give you a vague description of what the movie poster looks like, and then hopefully you'll be able to put it together. And to go along with Event Horizon, these are all horror, sci-fi, or more, most likely horror sci-fi slash sci-fi horror movie posters. So let's hit that game show music and we're off. Up first, the search for our beginning could lead to our end. Prometheus. I was like, I know that tagline, but yeah. All right, got it. We are off to a great start. I like that movie. I know a lot of people don't. And the scientists do act crazy in it for no reason. Crazy. Crazy. Next up, Evil gets an upgrade. Jason X? You've got it. And I think you might be catching on (laughs) to some of the meta aspect of this week's pop quiz. All Koji? Not all. That's for me. We will. Maybe. Okay, here we go. There are some places in the universe you don't go alone. This time, it's war. Mm. That one's tough. Uh, Could be like aliens. Alien Resurrection. (gasps) Number one at the box office once again. (laughs) It is aliens. Excellent work, bro. Nice. I guess that would be aliens. Yeah, yeah. It is war. Here we go. The battle began in another galaxy. It's about to end in the Browns' backyard. In the Browns? Like Cleveland Browns? I've been a family of Browns. Oh. <laughs> I was the, I went straight to the Cleveland Browns as well. Yeah. What movie is that? I was like, what sci-fi movie would take place in Cleveland? Quick, quick, quick. Major League 7. <laughs> like, does Bernie Kosar come out and save the day? <laughs> Ernest Biner. Yeah. Uh, Ozzie Newsom. All right. Get off the Cleveland Browns. Oh, what's <laughs> naming old Rob, Rob can't come up with one. That's why he's, he's a little mad right now. I wasn't trying. I was trying to find All right. Do you want a lifeline on this one? Okay. Batteries not included. There's a silhouette of like a farm, Mm -hmm. comets, and then across the top, teeth. Critters. Damn, you got it. Uh, (laughs) Excellent work. Describe that. Are they in Cleveland in critters? (laughs) I'm going to guess no. No. It's been a long time. Well done, though. I mean, if, if like I took the. If I showed you the poster with the movie title out, you pretty much would have gotten it immediately. So, excellent. Yeah. Okay, this one is a long one, so bear with me. Hopefully you guys get it. It is extremely descriptive. <laughs> Bengals, Cincinnati Bengals stuff. <laughs> I mean, this is, this is not just a tagline. This is this is the back of the box that we used to do. Okay. David Klingler. Beyond our time, beyond our universe, there is a planet besieged by alien invaders where a young king must rescue his love from the clutches of the beast or this is a great movie this is a great movie risk the death of his world uh-huh uh-huh all right you got it a world like oh. yours beyond your imagination shadow controls like oh. right what movie is this everybody's got one that excellent is work. a very long tagline yeah, yeah. That's longer than the movie, it felt like. It's like, it's up there with, like, Scream for yeah. how long the tagline on a movie poster is. But excellent work. All right, here's a here's a short one. Don't let go. Cliffhanger. That is not sci-fi or horror. That is a perfect tagline for Cliffhanger. Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> um, gravity. Not, not, I mean, like, oh, genre of movie, though. Not what you gravity. experienced watching it. Yeah. Gravity wait, wait, what was that? Gravity is what I said. And you've got it. 
excellent. Nice. I mean, cliffhanger, I think, is pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it would work for cliffhanger, yeah. Reach out to us on, you know, on social media. Reach Tell me how out? smart I am. That's right. <laughs> Tell me how smart your undefeated champion is. Because I need the validation. Okay, next up. 250,000 miles from home. The hardest thing to face, dot, 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 is yourself. I really want to say face off. That's not it. That's not, yeah. Before you even do the lifeline, I'm just going to say 250,000 miles from home. E.T. I I, I say moon, but I'm trying to think what else. No, that's it. You just did the math. You figured it out. It's moon. I didn't know if that was distance to the moon. Yeah. I was like, that would fit. Right. That, that is, is not our wheelhouse on the coach keep out of knowing how far the moon is. <laughs> you want to know about the, the Kelvin Mack, Ernest Biner backfield, the Cleveland Browns <laughs> of the late 80s. We got to talk to us. <laughs> Kevin Mack, excuse me. Webster Slaughter. Let's go. <laughs> All right. One small step for man. One giant leap of terror. That's a real tagline, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not making any of these up. Yes. This Superman is 4. No, that's like... Right, do you want to call in the lifeline? So yeah. I can yeah, what's the lifeline? There's a moon and a leprechaun. Leprechaun 4? <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is Leprechaun 4 in space. Yeah. <laughs> Good pull. <laughs> okay. The human adventure is just beginning. Is it weird that I want to say sunshine for any of the... Or not the leprechaun one. <laughs> that wouldn't work for it. <sighs> It sounds like a positive one. Like, it doesn't sound like a, a horror. So I'm trying. Is it a movie we've done on this show? No, we haven't no, done that many space movies. We've yeah. talked about it. It is definitely not horror. Interstellar. <laughs> well, Do you want me to describe the poster? Yeah, go ahead. Lifeline it. All right. So there's three faces, and then it's bands of color. Oh, Star Trek the motion picture? All right, you've got it. <gasps> I mean, that, that is such a rough description of the poster. It's like, yeah. you've definitely seen this poster before. So, I mean, oh, you yeah. still get... Yeah, you still get yeah, you guys still get credit for that. That's that's good stuff. We talk about Star Trek V more. Right. And, and Wrath of Khan. Wrath of Khan. Wrath of Khan's number like one. 80,000 episodes. Star Trek V is the second This is the one that had a tag phrase that I thought might yeah. be... Something we mostly talk about Star Trek V because of the in-the-round thing all the time. The that's why we're right, I guess. Okay, next up. These six students are about to discover their teachers really are from another planet. The faculty. <laughs> okay, yeah, you yeah. got it. Excellent. Nice. I remember the faculty. I remember the faculty. I, you know, I couldn't have told you the teachers were from another planet. I, 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 They're aliens. I guess it makes sense. No yeah. yeah. <laughs> it makes sense when you put it on. I, I couldn't remember if they were possessed, if they were alien. You know, I knew something was wrong with them. I didn't remember. Think, isn't it like a, a pod person thing? Sure. Where, like, they, they get, like, worms in their nose or something. I mean, maybe coming up on this podcast, we should check out the faculty one day. You know, Josh Hart. I've seen it. Uh, I think Frodo Bag or, uh, yeah, not Frodo. Yeah, Frodo Baggins is in it. I don't remember anybody else in the movie. Oh, sure. Well, no, T, T-1000's in that movie. Yeah. And Jean Grey. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. She's got, you guys really remember the faculty. I don't know why. Why? <laughs> I mean, we do do a podcast about movies, right? Yeah, <laughs> I understand. And we Lilith, do a podcast Lilith about from Frasier. Oh, Lilith is supposedly yeah, good. Lilith from Frasier. And they, I, I don't like the air quotes you put around the word good. Oh, I'm sorry. Is the faculty in the bag? Uh, it could be. Uh, okay. 
Maybe like for a... our back to school spectacular in September, we'll do back to school, the faculty, back to school. Okay. and a, you know, sky high and another movie. I'll figure it Summer out. School. Summer school. Summer school. All right. Yeah. There you go. All right, That's you ready? That'd be great. Boy, have we got a vacation for you. Dot dot dot. Where nothing can possibly go warring. They misspell wrong. They spell it warring. W R W O R N G. Baseball. Vacation? <laughs> I was like, what vacation? Well, I'm trying to think of a sci-fi movie with vac- that someone goes on vacation, and all yeah. I can think about is European. No, no, you're Chris. You're there. Do you want a, a quick clue? Yeah. Sure. Okay. So on the poster, there's a cowboy. Cowboy's an alien. No. Okay. That's that's it. That's the end of the Space cowboy. We talked about it somewhat recently. No, we didn't. We didn't talk was, about any cowboys. I was hoping you guys would get this. Hey, Serenity. Say a tagline one more time. Boy, have we got a vacation for you. Dot, dot, dot. Where nothing can possibly go warring. Total recall. No! It's wrong. It's wrong. Cowboy? We've never talked about this movie. Give me one actor in this movie. What if... Where'd he go to school? (laughs) (laughs) SEC school? school. I mean, it would normally be expensive, but what if you could call into a radio show and you won free tickets to this place? I feel like you're dropping the clue directly to me. We just talked about that. Uh, Westworld. Westworld. Before it was a show, it was a movie. Movie. And the movie is Westworld. Yes. We talked about going to Westworld. And you did. Ah, that is the movie poster for it. You were all about oh, wow. banging okay. and murdering the robots, okay. right? You don't make so much more sense now. You said was on the poster. No, you were like, I want to bang and murder robots. And I was like, I oh, that's your, creepy. Your full grinding robots until you later on, right? Is that, that, that the discussion we had? I, it's not grinding robots. You kept asking questions about if I. You were asking me the, the the hotter bot or not. <laughs> Before we move on to the next one, we actually have a call-in response uh, that you guys sent out on, on, a, on, on the previous show. We're going to play that right now. <laughs> no, this is what happened, all right? You're at Circuit City. DC 101 has two free tickets to the Westworld Maryland. I probably location. would want it because you know we would have been hitting all those Yeah, you would have hit all those guys, buttons. Right? I used to win the whole time, right? Yeah. You want two tickets. Richie Wurzik would have gotten through. He's the guy that <laughs> nailed that phone. Like, Richie, Richie would hit that all the time. He won so much stuff on those three phones we had in that kiosk. So, yeah, he would have been the one to get it. But you're saying if he didn't want to go and he gave the price to me. you're listening, reach out through social media and let us know if you'd bang a robot at Westworld. <laughs> he definitely would have won tickets to do it. I don't know if he would have gone to the <laughs> I'm just saying. No, there's no judgment at Westworld. Mm. What's up, fellas? Richie here. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Yes, I would have won those tickets. I would have won those tickets 15 times in a row. And you know what? I'd have taken Ryan with me to Westworld. We would have gone to Westworld. Would we have banged the robots? Can't tell you, dog. It's all in the NDAs. Come on. We signed the NDAs. What happens in Westworld stays in Westworld. So that's where we stand with that. And you know what else is still good? These nuts are by... And thanks for calling in. He definitely banged robots. Just saying. Oh, I, was just like, yeah, I don't think yeah. did the A. I don't think there's any question. <laughs> well, thank you for calling. Yeah. These nuts. These nuts. Okay. And 
for our final question, for our final pop quiz of whose tagline is it anyway? Cleveland Brown players. Space. Cleveland. <laughs> what? I said, please be Cleveland Brown players. Please be Cleveland Brown players. <laughs> right and low, right? <laughs> Joe Thomas. Did we do Joe Thomas? Too recent. Don't usually talk about Cleveland Brown players on the post. <laughs> <laughs> Just give this. <laughs> Alex Mack. <laughs> Too recent. And a center. Don't name centers. <laughs> That is sexy. Running, I'm really running out, man. I don't right, know. Baker Mayfield, Odell Beckham. No, that's way recent. You just told and me no Alex Mack was just there like <laughs> Joe Thomas was there three years ago or whatever. All right. All right. Anyway, last question. Last tagline. It is infinite space, infinite terror. I know. It's so I bad. mean, any movie in space. Any movie. Uh, no. Mac and me. Right? Alien. <laughs> Interstellar. No! It is wrong. It is wrong. Okay, so if you're gonna take a lifeline on it, oh. <laughs> Event Horizon. This is so oh. bad. <laughs> it's so bad. We always miss the movie yeah. we're doing. Yes. Always. <laughs> All right. We're, thanks for playing. Oh, we're always right. too close to it. Yeah. Bonus. The greatest victories don't always happen on the field. Well, that's got to be uh, the Jim Thorpe story. <laughs> Something to do with the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> the, uh, Brian's song? No, no, it's Draft Day. Oh, no, that's draft, draft Day. It's a great movie. <laughs> great movie. It does deal with the Cleveland Browns. I thought you were going to do, like, The Express or... No, I I don't I don't know that many sportsmen. Man. I, I knew that one specifically dealt with the Cleveland Browns. We are going to get the playing. biggest bump in algorithm Cleveland. on Cleveland Brown fans. That are going to be fucking. Wait a minute, do these guys talk about Cleveland sports all the time? <laughs> we don't. This will be it. We're going to move on to some other random thing next week. Maybe they'll come for the Browns and stay for the Event Horizon. <laughs> I hope so. If you did, welcome. We're at that part of the podcast you love and that you tune in for. Co is G. Cozby. Once again, I can't serve them up any easier for you guys. Like, this podcast. Don't lie to the people. So simple. It's ridiculous. This is just a good time. This is a space horror movie. I would love to see the director's cut. It's in the late 90s, early 2000s. I was really picking up what Paul W.S. Anderson was putting down. Like, we could have been boys. He's listening to Prodigy, he's listening to Monster Magnet. He's casting Kurt Russell and Lawrence Fishburne in movies. This is a fun movie, Ryan. And Rob, just in case. Rob's going to side with you, no question. There's, there's always questions. Rob throws <laughs> curveballs every once in a while that you're really not ready for. <laughs> but I enjoyed the story. I would have liked it if it was, they left the gore in. And if Penhead showed up at the end, it would have blown my mind. But it, it's still a good movie. This is definitely a Koishi. Very simple. Rob, what did you think of Event Horizon? Uh, it's definitely an interesting film. Um, I I would be interested in seeing a director's cut as well. Um, definitely would have seen some more motivation for some of the characters, et cetera, et cetera. I loved the, the design of the ship. Very creepy. Um, some of the plot lines were a little weird, but here and there. But I love the overall feel of the movie. I'd, I'd like that the horror is kind of like the cause of the horror is, is, is you know, they kind of kind of figure some of it out. But a lot of it's unexplained. It's just like they don't know what the hell is going on, mm-hmm. whether that's they actually went to hell or just some other dimension that's horrible. There's some alien control, whatever unknown. You can you know think about it all day. I don't know. I feel like I have a soft spot for movies that are like crazy horror like that. You know, they're like 
not just gonna lay it out. Here's it is. Good guys win. Nah. <laughs> yeah. I like uh, I like a little little darkness in there. But uh, yeah, I'd say cozy for me. See, simple. 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 I mean, this movie was not great. It was not. Oh, okay, well, that's not the name of the podcast. I, that's I know it's not. We're okay still. We're in the boat. And it's, it really is a, eh. I mean, it's, it's, it's another one of those where I could give it a, okay, it's fine, you know. But I actually, I remember liking this movie when I saw it. I saw it once, probably. And I liked it back in 97 or whenever I saw it. I don't know if I saw it right. I want to say I did, but who knows. But I, this was my memory days. of it was better and rewatching it for sure. I thought it was a little disjointed. I didn't really like the whole hell aspect. I know we don't know if it's really hell, but the way they gave it to me, I didn't love. There's a lot of things in it that were just a little bit. There wasn't enough there. It just wasn't great. But I almost bought it online and I rented it and I'm glad I rented it. Let me put that out there. And I didn't buy it because I never watch this again, most likely, unless you make me at some point for like the 10 year reunion yeah, of this episode. Reunion of the Koji Pod. <laughs> Where we just start it. redoing the episodes. That sounds great. <laughs> Buy the merch. But I, you know, I'm, I'm really talking. Really, I have trouble calling this good, but I don't necessarily think it's bad either. So I'm actually going to give you the co is G based on the slinnest of hairs, just to, just to get it there, because I don't, I don't want to call it bad. I just calling it good is being generous. But I'm going to give it to you. I don't think you can call this movie bad. So that's why I, I just said I'm not calling it bad. I just. It, it just it okay. doesn't feel bad and it doesn't feel good, but I'll give it the good over the bad just because I know it'll brighten your day and make you happy that you can stamp that. Right. Well, before I stamp it, I got one question before we get out of here. Let's take a vote real quick. Are they in another way. dimension? Are they in another <laughs> dimension or hell? I say another dimension. Rob? Uh, I'm definitely going with another dimension. I, another dimension. I don't, I don't think we're literally dealing with hell. Yeah. yeah. I don't even know why hell was a uh, factor. It's he more was... of a, a concept the average human can deal with. If you see another dimension, sci- you know, people who are just there to see a horror movie who aren't really into sci-fi, like uh, Mrs. Undefeated Champ, yeah. as soon as she saw the spaceship, she, her eyes would glaze over and she'd zone out of it. But if you say, like, oh, no, demons from hell are coming out, she might be interested for five oh. minutes. But, of course, Event Horizon is, come on, it's still good. Roll credits, the good guys win, sequels, sequels are, are made. made. Make sure to stay until after the credits for a bonus scene. From hell. And check out the show notes for links, trailers, and clips about Event Horizon. Good people of the Koji fam, our giant size annual special is just around the corner. It's been a year. A hell of a year. An incredible year. Uh, it's been a year. And we're going to celebrate in style. So stay tuned at KoizGPod.com and follow us on Twitter and Instagram for more details. And of course, you can always find us on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, and Pandora. If you have any movies you're dying for us to rewatch, drop us a line. I want to thank my brothers Rob and Ryan and our producer E. Special thanks to our social media team and all of our supporters. Thank you good people for listening, liking, subscribing, and reviewing. You guys are the best. If you enjoy the show, be good people and leave us a review. It really helps the show. And if you want to be great people, recommend us to a friend or an enemy. For the good guys, this is your undefeated champion, Reagan. And as we always say on the G by Graftar's Hammer, what a savings.
We have such sights to show you. Are you sure this is the right way the hot goes? Hot goes, yes. It's kind of like nooks and crannies. Next! Uh, Sanskrit. Sanskrit. You're majoring in a 5,000-year-old dead language. Yeah. Ooh. Latin, it's the best I can do. Creda Judas Sotella, non ego. Shower.